been over a year since I've released my last free interview, and this episode will mark the end of season one. Since moving to Austin, Texas, I put this project on hold as standing outside for three hours in the 102 degree heat wasn't exactly ideal. With the heat in Austin becoming bearable, I'll start hitting the sidewalks very soon. Season two will drop early fall with episodes coming out every week. That's a promise, hold me accountable. On today's episode, I spoke with Donald, a photographer and father living in Austin. I met Donald back in February of 2021 during my first visit to Austin. I was sitting on a park bench on Ladybird Lake and noticed him taking a video of himself by the water. Come to find out, he was filming a TikTok. We talk about what parenting his daughter has been like for him, communicating with her, managing her internet use, and what it's like being the father of a daughter who has a boyfriend. In addition to being an event photographer, Donald is very interested in the art of negotiation. He's a level-headed man who knows when to say no to a job and when to take a step back in a conversation without taking a step back in his beliefs. Donald also mentors young photographers as he is a strong believer of passing down what we learn to future generations. I am too. I hope you enjoy. Kind regards, Nick. Rolling, can you give me a test test? Test test. Oh, that looks good. Awesome. Well, I'm Nick Corey. Welcome. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you? How's you? How are you? Blah. One second. I haven't, I haven't talked to anyone yet. Blah. Okay. Warm how up. Are you warm up. <laughs> how are you enjoying your day? So far, so good. Yeah. Just kind of hanging out. Yeah. Doing the trail thing here today. Yeah. Wish it, Wish the sun had come out. I know. I'm. I'm like, kind of okay with this right now because it's a nice little breeze. It was kind of hotter this morning, but like also humid, right? Yeah. I noticed that as soon as I walked out. The yeah. Door. You were sitting over there before reading or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was. <laughs> I was actually doing a TikTok. A TikTok? What was your TikTok? Um, the the confused dad TikTok. <laughs> Do you have kids? Yeah, I have a twenty year old. Twenty year old? Okay, that's five years less than me. Yeah, I was dropping her off at her boyfriend's house this oh, morning, man. and we're in the car on the way over, and I look at her and I notice she's texting, and I, was, what are you doing? And she's like, nothing. And I was like, well, who are you talking to? She's like, Nathaniel. And I'm like, and he's texting you. She's like, yeah. And I said, and you're answering him back. Yeah. She's like, yeah. Uh -huh. And I'm like, so you're texting. Just say so you're texting. <laughs> it's like, these kids today, I tell you. Why do you think she was nervous or, like, didn't want to say? Oh, I know. He's nervous. <laughs> yeah. That's the, uh, not exactly by design, but, yeah. you know. Eh, that tends to be the case. That tends to be. I know. I mean, I feel like I'm still nervous when I'm <laughs> meeting parents. Even, I mean, both of them. Right. I don't know how uh, how many uh, boyfriends has your daughter had? This is the first serious one, second attempt. Okay. Say that. And <laughs> how is it like? I mean, I, I'm 25, so I don't really. I would love to have kids maybe someday, but right. I'm not in a frame of mind of doing that yet. Right. Um, but the idea of like raising this child, especially, I think it's more so with our daughters too. We tend to think of it. Yeah. Where all of a sudden you have to let her go, right? And and I mean for the sons too. I've had her, or I've raised her pretty much on my own yeah. since she was three because wow. her mom and I, well, that's another story. Yeah, sure. But I've, I've been primary mom and dad for quite a while. Good for you. So it's like, yeah, you, you practice a little bit. Yeah. There's some things that you got to be a little bit more strict on than others. And sure. Some, some of my friends are a little bit more chaotic with their kids than I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're just not as evolved or... If their kids are crazier behind closed doors, I don't know. Right. Well, that's the thing, too, because, like, some parents can be, like, 
can know what their kids do, but also not, right? Exactly. Because I mean, kids can be incredibly smart. Do you think kids, I don't know, actually, yeah. do you think they are, or do you think parents normally know what's going on? I think it's, uh, I think it's about 50-50. Yeah. Because you really, nowadays, with the way social media and sure. modern technology and everything is, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep a little bit closer tabs yeah. on your kiddos and more or less not not so not so much stock them on social media but you you should at least have them on your social media yeah you can kind of peek in and be like hey who's this person what's going on totally i remember so you do you ever use aim back in like the 2000s uh briefly <laughs> uh so it was just like uh uh aol instant messaging so it was yeah. essentially texting on the computer back, exactly back before exactly. like facebook existed yeah. and stuff i remember like that was there was a point where you could go into like uh chat rooms essentially and be with like anyone exactly and so that was like the thing that we were all taught in middle school like our i remember our principal did like a huge thing on it and then like the next day i didn't get to yeah. use it anymore it's like it's over after that it right was, and that was the end yeah it became the wicked overlord that everybody avoided and, and there's been so much more coming out since then i mean how it's even crazier. so hard to keep up with it yeah yeah exactly and even and crazier things because you really if you're not careful you know i've seen some stuff on tick or tiktok and instagram yeah, yeah. that i was like do their parents know? I know what they're doing. I know. I like, it's <laughs> yeah. I don't know what. I mean, I'm not on TikTok. TikTok personally. Um, right. I'm I'm trying to like get more and more off social media if I can. But I mean, I get yeah. it. I mean, as I'm a comedian and like as someone but you, I yeah, perform. but you gotta have a presence. Exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, right. You, you feel left like, out. Yeah. You <laughs> can't be completely like I've I've known a lot of people that have quote unquote gone off the grid, so to speak. Mm. And, they, their their only outlet is like network news. After that, mm, they have not no a great. Idea. That's like literally. That's not much better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What? How do you get your uh, news sources? I guess. Uh well, a variety of ways. Yeah. I I'm always on Twitter doing yeah. stuff, or I'm on Instagram, or I'm on CNN.com, uh -huh. or um, there's a new one that I can't think of their name right now. That's not. It's not the Hill, is it? No, not the Hill. I can't think of the name, but it's like an independent nice. news source. Nice. Of, I think it's IEP or IHP or something like that. I Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's yeah. a good spot. It's hard. I feel like, and do you feel, do you when you're looking for news, do you feel like you're trying to get a full picture of everything by going to all these different ones and maybe like, because yeah, it can be one-sided sometimes, exactly, right? Exactly, because you kind of have to. You have to, net, you have to like, search the broad spectrum so to speak because yeah. that's the only way you're going to get like the true uh true story behind what's going on uh -huh. because a lot of the networks are slanted and they i i don't want to say big pharma or big corporation sure. or whatever sure. but you know, big brother i think there <laughs> i think there is like lot i think there's some logic behind that for sure though i yeah. mean some some research absolutely it's, it's just, that's just crazy because you gotta you gotta really research before it seems even more so now because right. you got to research and before you can really form an opinion because yeah there's a lot of misinformation right there's a ton of mis and like not even just misinformation but like the whole goal of this project is to 
talk to more people and get their kind of life experiences so right. that we can learn where each other's coming from, right? Right. Because, like, it's not only just our, like, opinions that we form through media and such. It's also our life experiences that affect how we think certain ways, right? And exactly. Exactly. It, your your upbringing will have a, have a, uh, a certain amount of influence on yeah. your thought process. Yeah. And, of course, your day-to-day experience has an has um, influence on it as well yeah absolutely but the day-to-day influences influence changes though that changes like on the daily on the daily yeah like. and, and that's good right to yeah. a degree if it's going in a positive way for you i mean yeah. i know we can as we grow older we probably be, can become more bitter unfortunately yeah. or, or well they, those people just need more b12 <laughs> <laughs> what's b12 is that a vitamin yeah it's a vitamin <laughs> yeah and it's it's something that like improves your mood gotcha gotcha yeah. But uh, I, uh, I've been studying a lot of uh, this guy named Chris Voss. He okay. was a uh, FBI negotiator. I think that name sounds really familiar. Yeah, I've been studying a lot of his uh, master classes and, ch- and, of course, YouTube videos yep. and whatnot. And he's yeah. like, you're 90% smarter in a good mood. <laughs> so you like, can, cause is that because like you can think more clearly and you can see other perspectives than just what your own? Cause you're so angry. You're like, this yes. is what I believe. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. when you're super angry, the, there's a little node that's in the center of your brain uh-huh. called the ambigalia and it swells up Wow. and it blocks your right and your front temporal lobe. So when you're, ye- when you're mad and you're yelling and you don't even really understand why you're yelling it, it's because that's blocking wow. the um, neurons passing in your brain that like help you control your mood ah. and control your temper and watch what you say. Interesting. Yeah. That see, I love my, stuff like that. I love learning because it's a reason for why things are the way they are. You know. Exactly. No wonder things keep getting exacerbated each yeah. with each fight, right? And yeah. calling names and not listening and. Yeah, that's why everybody's always angry and mad at each other yeah because that little thing swells up and then all of a sudden you're like incapacitated basically oh man uh yeah i I was i was reading this book uh think like a freak and it's uh i don't i don't know if you've heard of the books freakonomics or anything like that i've heard of it i haven't read that yet but i've heard about it i'm new to this but it, it was just talking about like how you change someone's mind and like really it's i mean it's pretty difficult to change anyone's mind especially if they're steadfast but like yeah it's just telling them stories and, like, not calling them names. Because yeah. if, if you're calling them names, do you even want to change their mind? Yeah. The best thing to do is just de-escalate the situation. Yeah. You can make jokes or you can sit back and listen. Uh-huh. Because a lot of people that are angry just want somebody to pay attention to them. Yeah. They're not really angry at you per se. Yeah. But they're angry at a situation. And they're angry because they feel like they're not being heard. True. So how so. do we take a step back? Do, like, how do we, like, okay, let's say you and I are just, like, hating each other. <laughs> we don't hate each other, but we hate the right. things that have been coming in our mouth. Yeah. And they're making us super emotional. What do we do in that moment? Oh, pfft. I'd sit back and just start cracking jokes. Okay. And just de-escalate. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Either, um, I would either, uh, say, let's go get a beer. Yeah. Or I would do something to, like... 
redirect your thought process. Yeah. What's interesting, too, is I feel like so, this is another thing I was just reading about was like t saying like quitting isn't always bad. Right. But like I was just thinking, let's say we were having that kind of very high energy conversation. And also I was like, all right, let's take a moment from this. Let's let's backtrack because yeah. I think we, we hit like a, a almost like a dead end in a maze. Right. Let's go back a little bit. But I feel like sometimes the other person be like, no, like you're just yeah. backing off because <laughs> you don't want like, you know, I was like, well, technically yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I think we should probably maybe get back so we can. Yeah. I don't know. Well, there's, you know, in situations like that, there's nothing wrong with saying I agree to disagree. Mm -hmm. You know, I I can I respect you yeah. as a person. I don't like your point of view on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not going to change my view of you as a person. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like taking a step back without actually taking a step back. Yeah, yeah. There. <laughs> I, yeah, that's I love what you're saying. That's yeah. that's awesome. And sometimes the smartest person in the room is the one that's not saying anything. <laughs> Just listening. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I get that. What um has anything have you met any people lately who have been kind of calling you out or you or whatever? Or oh anything? yeah. I I in my line of work yeah. I meet a lot of people that are not so much confrontational uh -huh. but they they're somewhat dismissive sure. of the skill set yeah that i have and yeah. so it's like you kind of have to take that and let it roll off your back like a mm. like, like a duck's back and just go ahead and do your job and yeah. then nine times out of ten they come back and they're like you were right and i was like huh. well duh i, told I feel you. like that's the thing we need to let it's like good wine right or whiskey yes. like let it ferment a little bit yes. take time it, yeah kind of sit back and just let it let it I mean mingle. that's what they say about couples right and like you take a take a moment to like just be away from each other and then you can talk yes yes <laughs> yes absolutely that's why you um, that's one of the things in negotiation is sometimes you got to take a step back and just kind of let the other person calm down a little yeah. bit because some sometimes silence can be a good thing I'm trying to play with silence more and more yeah. what um what inspired you to learn more about negotiation I was just curious. It started out as a curiosity yeah. at first, and then um, I got into it and got more into it and found um, some good people to learn from. Oh, cool. And then I started putting it into practice in my business. Okay. And it's been extremely effective for me. Uh, uh, do you mind saying what sort of work you uh, like industry you're in? Oh, I'm, I've been a professional. Oh, excuse me. A professional photographer for oh. 30 years now. Cool. What uh, type of photography? I do events and okay. portraiture and cool. weddings and pretty much anything you can think of. <laughs> if you ever write a book, I can take a picture of you for the book. Oh, cover. man, I would love it. I, I, you know, I don't know what... The only book I've, I've thought about writing is, like, not necessarily how to meet people, right. but, like, rules of, like... How to put yourself in situations where you could. So, like, one of the rules is, yeah. like, always carry a lighter. Yes. Because, like, everyone always needs a lighter. Yes, yes. I don't know what. That's, like, the best thing I have so far for a book. Right. <laughs> carry a lighter and always have at least $50 in your pocket. Ooh. Because you never know when you need to buy drinks. <laughs> true, true. Yeah. I only have 40 right now. Is that well, okay? You'll be all right. Okay, okay. Yeah, you could could get by. <laughs> Just be like, hey, uh, I'll get the next one. Uh, wait, no. I'll get the next one next month, not this one. <laughs> Yeah. How long uh, have you lived in Austin? Oh, wow. Uh, I've been in Austin since 87. 87. Okay. Yeah. So you've seen it change and grow. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> What's that been like? It's good, and it's a little crazy. Yeah. And it's a little chaotic. Um, sure. A lot of 
my friends that I went to school with are kind of disappointed by the growth a little mm. bit, but I'm like, dude, this is cool. This mm. is awesome. Change mm. is inevitable. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we couldn't stay the small little sleepy town that we were in the 80s forever because, <laughs> well, too many people know about us now. <laughs> Everybody wants to live here. Something good about that. Yeah. Nice. But the downside yeah. is every time I'm trying to go somewhere, <laughs> there's 10 people in front of me. I, uh, every time I'm trying to drive down the, down the road, there's like 10 cars ahead of me, and they're all slower than me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what sort of uh, things do you like doing like on weekends or weeknights? Uh, well, I normally I'm shooting somewhere. Cool. Um, I just got back from um, Conroe yesterday. Whoa. For a shoot? Yeah. That's oh. pretty cool. That's yeah, a I went to shoot a car show down there. Cool. But um, Like old, like uh, kind of uh, old-fashioned cars? Or yeah, cool. older vintage cars, and uh, a couple of trucks were there. And hmm. I uh, met this girl that I'd been following on Instagram. She came in from North Carolina because hmm. she was a car girl or whatever, car model. <laughs> gotcha. So I'm, I caught up with her and got some pictures. Cool. But usually I'm lounging around trying to find something to watch on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or out here. Yeah, I know, right? This is beautiful. Yeah. 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 I live in Chicago right now, and... Um, oh, yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. That's There's on my bucket list of places to go. You could get some good photography out there. People are crazy about... And maybe this is everywhere, but like they love the... I don't think it's the the the, um, the solstice. It might be the solstice. It might be right. one of those other things where like they like the sun, the way the grid's set up, uh-huh. the sun goes like right in between buildings at some point or oh, something. Yeah. Yeah. People go crazy about it. I don't I don't know if it oh, happens yeah. every year, if it's every certain amount of years. Yeah, you might know what it is, That's but cool, but yeah, I would recommend whatever that is. Look that up and probably yeah, go around really. that. Yeah, because you probably get some good shots. So so. What do you think about Austin compared to Chicago? I love it. Um, compared to, I mean, I loved Chicago. I only lived there a year and a half. Right. Um, I, I grew up in Rhode Island. Oh, cool. And I moved there for stand-up comedy and improv and all that stuff. Oh, and cool. it was really cool. Um, I personally need a little more nature, and that was become very that's become very apparent right. in the uh, pandemic. Right. And. Um, yeah, I mean, I met really good people. Chicagoans oh, are cool. real, and Chicagoans and the people that moved to Chicago are pretty, pretty kind. Right. Um, but I definitely, I don't know if it's because I become more comfortable in my own skin yeah. each year. But I've definitely, like, I've met, tw- I mean, I've met yeah. more than twenty people. But I've met right. twenty people here who at least I like have connections with, right. who like remember me. And when I move here, yeah. they'll be in my immediately kind of like friend yeah. group to a degree, which go. is incredible. Yeah. That's I've never I've been here for a week. Oh wow, that's that's crazy. Man. And obviously I'm I'm open and I can talk yeah. to people, but yeah. and you came on a good week because yeah, I know. if you'd come a couple of weeks ago, I know. <laughs> you might not have thought you were in Texas. That's how it ends up being though. I uh, I tend to visit places at its worst, and then if I like it at its worst, that means I can like it at its best. There you you know? know? Yeah, <laughs> very cool. Very but cool. no, I definitely lucked out. I was sorry to hear about all the trouble that people went through. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, how'd you make out? Pretty pretty well considering. Yeah. Um, it snowed on Sunday. Um, my daughter and I were, like, fascinated. We were out at 2 o'clock in the morning mm. laying in the snow. Mm. And Cute. had just got inside, and we're about to start getting warmed up. And then all of a sudden, boop, there goes the power. Uh. And I'm thinking, well, all right, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. And 30 minutes after the power went out, we start getting texts on our phone from the uh, power grid mm-hmm. talking about, oh, it's a 30-minute blackout. 
30 to 45 intermittent blackout to save power. Hey, guess what? I didn't get power again until Thursday. Wow. So <laughs> it's like, uh, your system sucks. Yeah. And but did you lose water as well? No, surprisingly okay. not. That's good. Fortunately, That's good. I did not. Um, a, fr- a couple of my friends did, and I was taking water to them, but um, for the most part, we had mm. water, and we, I um, had a couple of places where I could go hang out that had good. electricity, yeah. which was good. Community. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but it was it, it was interesting. Yeah. So, did yeah. you see a lot of, uh, I don't know if you live in this neighborhood, but did you see a lot of kind of commu- like people helping people? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good. Everybody. That's awesome. Everybody was kind of checking on everybody mm-hmm. and that's what we do in texas cool um i like that, that yeah. I, I, I don't know if i've said this yet but i'm pretty sure i'm moving here in april may oh it's more they, likely may i'll tell you they do not call austin the velvet rope for nothing <laughs> because once you get here and yeah. you spend a little time you just kind of get shoehorned or finagled into i think i'm gonna live here <laughs> that's how we've picked up so many people from california yeah yeah that in the uh, tech industry is starting to come yep. over here. And I'm, I work kind of in the tech. I'm like not a coder or developer or anything, but right. I do work somewhat in the tech industry. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah. I'm looking to probably do something interesting here. I mean, I would love to uh, do more, something a little more socially like responsible, you know, like kind of right. like, yeah. uh, I don't know what necessarily, but. Like a like a social socially responsible app developer or not a d- I mean I could do the <laughs> UX maybe of it like the design and stuff of it right. but not as much probably the coding I think here's the other thing I know about myself I know what I know and I and I know what I uh, I, I don't know if I know what I don't but I definitely don't know what I don't you nah, know what yeah, I mean like I, I, I accept yeah. that there's someone who's better off yeah. a better team member who could do a better job than yeah. I could on that but you have just as much opportunity to become yeah. that person as True. you do. I have too many interests, though. It's kind of difficult. It's the thing that's so I, I said I'm interested in doing comedy. I've done like six open mics here, which is oh, wow. the most I've ever done in a week. Oh, wow. And cool. um, I do love it. And like the feeling of being on stage and just like talking and having yeah. fun playing. It's awesome. Right. But I'm not sure if like I have that gene to do it and do it and do it because yeah. I think my ADD tells yeah. me like, oh well, you gotta do like focus on this yeah. and do this too, you know. Squirrel. I know, yeah. It's it's yeah. it's that squirrel idea, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But to be good at something, you have to put your like you have to work yeah. hard on. Yeah, it. you you have to put your uh, time in. You have to develop. Yeah. You have to constantly like pound on your craft, mm. and you have to kind of humble is not a bad word. In what this was it? Si- humble is not a yeah. bad word in this situation. Yeah. You have to kind of. Decrease your your ego and humble yourself enough or a little bit or a lot in some cases to uh, look at the people that are already doing what you want to do yeah. and see how they did it. Yeah. And and as in my case, when I was coming up in photography, there there weren't a lot of people that were doing like mentors. So uh-huh. so um, I kind of learned trial by fire. Mm-hmm. And taking that into account, now I have four people that I'm teaching photography to or mentoring to. Yeah. And it's kind of fun because I get to see them make goofy mistakes that I did. Uh And in most cases, I'll stand up and say, hey, don't do it that way. Yeah. You're able to save them time. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I forget who was saying it. It, it might have been Joe Rogan or something. It was like, it's good to learn from your own mistakes, but it's better to learn from others' mistakes. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's one thing that I'm really working on doing with the, my 
men- people that I mentor. Yeah. Because I'll be shooting somewhere and they'll they'll come out with their camera and they'll see me shooting and mm. they put their camera up. And I'm, I'm like, no, 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 get, go, get, go back and get your camera. <laughs> and they're like, but I don't want to crowd you. And I was like, you're not crowding me. Look at the size of this club. <laughs> you are not going to be crowding me. If you don't like the lens, you know where my bag's at. Go grab a lens and yeah. put it on your camera and let's start shooting. That's awesome. Yeah, I've always thought I would have loved to... I haven't really had a mentor, like you say. Right. But, I mean, I was actually, I was just talking to two really funny comedians that just walked by that I saw a couple days ago. And they, like, those are the type of, like, just by hanging out with them, they become a mentor. Oh, yeah. But, like, it seems like we've lost this, like, kind of, like, what what we used to do. um, The only way I can really think about it is, uh, like, apprenticeships, right? And not medieval, but, like, even in colonial times, right? You have apprenticeships. We've kind of lost apprenticeships. And I'm not sure if it's because we just want to make money as interns or, like, we want to make money as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah, But I I would like to, like, apprenticeships are really interesting to me. Oh, yeah. You know? Because, I mean, one, you're passing down a craft. Yes. And, I mean, I think maybe apprenticeships are, like, I was researching some like uh, Japanese theater called No, and right. and then I got went down a whole spiral of like all these different Japanese traditions. And one oh, was cool. like incense making, one was uh, teapot making, and it's things like that. Like there's no one who makes incense like this guy, and it was passed down and down. Exactly. And so like the only way it's gonna keep going is if he like apprentices someone, right? Yeah. And so yeah. or whatever the word is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's such a it's kind of a lost craft yeah. in a way because it's like you say, a lot of people just want to get into it and they want to fake it till you till, till they make it. Kinda. Right, yeah. And it's like, that works in some things, but not in everything. Cause yeah. you got to have somebody show you how to operate the camera, for instance. you got to show somebody how to take their camera out of auto and like shoot in manual. Because yeah. a lot of the so-called professional photographers myself included back in the day uh-huh. would say if you're shooting an auto you might as well just go get a point and click <laughs> just, or point and shoot rather and yeah. just get a little instamatic yeah don't spend thousands of dollars on a good camera right right but it's it it's a lot it's kind of a, a lost art in a way because you know most people don't want to do that they don't want to learn the correct way they just want to go out and do it do you think that it's also that there aren't I don't, is it a print uh, mentors, like let's just say yeah. mentors. Let's Do say you mentors. think that there aren't as many mentors because they might also feel threatened by a younger generation, like yes. usurping them? Yes. Where do you, when do you think that's... Yeah, sorry. Continue. Oh, sorry. No, 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 please continue. Because a lot of the old-timers, they kind of have this mentality like they know everything, mm. but really we you learn something new in photography every day. Mm. There's a new skill or there's a new way of doing it. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever really knows all of it. So you got to get rid of you got to dispense with that attitude mm-hmm. and a lot of people are having difficulty doing that because yeah. they think they just know everything and it really in fact they don't right because there's so much more new stuff to learn true yeah, my, it's funny. My mom is a photographer, actually, as well. Uh, oh, cool. And she's been learning. I mean, she started late in life. She started in her, like, kind of late 50s. Right. And, um, but it's been interesting seeing her kind of her uh, jargon of it's grown, her oh, understanding yeah. of going from automatic to di- different levels of manual yes. has grown. And, like, yes. being like, oh, I see this now. And, like, when I look at a picture, I'm just looking at, like, the beauty I see immediately. But I'm not yeah. even, like, understanding all the technical beautiful things you see you know we're seeing it from a different lens literally yes and that's the most annoying (laughs) crazy thing about photography yeah after you've been in it for a while (laughs) everything is a picture yeah 
everything. Like, yeah, that's even, me too. Everything's an interview. Yeah, <laughs> which I like, can't. I can't record everything. <laughs> right. It's like it's like it drives my daughter crazy. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'll be like, hey, let's go, let's go out to the park and hang out. Trust and, me, my mom does that to me. Yep. And she's always <laughs> like. How many pictures are we taking this time? <laughs> I know, but now, but now I like, and now that I'm 25 and I, I want to do acting and stuff, right. I'll take it. I, I need oh, more yeah. pictures of me. I realize I don't have any pictures of me, so I had to like, I don't normally look look like this kind of yeah. hippie no. hippie guy, but um, I I did took a bunch of pictures just on my own the other day and right. and just was trying to get different poses. It's crazy, isn't it? You're sitting there trying to like look at the camera and like and this is me like putting it against the tree, ten second timer, and then be like, yes. all right, let me let me do different things. Yes, that's one of my favorite tricks on my phone. Yeah, I'll, I'll play with the timer. Yeah, and um, oftentimes I'll take my camera or my phone and take a picture mm. of a location mm -hmm. that I have an idea for for either. Um, Picture, bigger picture with the camera yeah. or with the take it with the uh, client sometimes yeah. and my, my daughter's always like why are you taking pictures of a tree with your phone <laughs> it's like so i'll remember it when i come back oh here. yeah i feel you know what's crazy too is like that you're you might even already know this is that your phone like pins that location too exactly so that's cool too yeah exactly. i get that yeah you should see that i mean a lot of my pictures on my phone are like all graffiti um, random nature shots. Oh yeah. Barely of me. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's everything else, but no self portraits. I know. Which like I like I say that, and it's not like oh like I'm so much better because I don't take. It's not that at all. It's it's more just like that's what I that's what I appreciate being on my phone. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I'm even. I haven't done it as much because I haven't seen a lot of mu live music. Right. But when I was seeing a lot of live music, my style would be like I'd take a picture and then wave like my hand back and forth kind oh, of yeah. thing, and yeah. trying to get the, like the the, the lights swaying and stuff. Yeah. But I got some really cool like uh, psychedelic style like style uh, pictures, and this has been fun, you know. Oh, yeah. And um, Snapseed. Snapseed. Yeah. Look okay. up. Look up Snapseed. Okay. On your phone, because it's a it's a free app. Yeah. Where you can like take pictures and then you can manipulate the picture I gotcha and you can edit through your phone cool and it's one of my favorite programs okay that and I have I have Lightroom but I've been using Snapseed a lot okay. more there was one I forget what it was but it essentially like allowed me to like kind of move the things around yeah I was, I'm a graphic designer so like I was doing some like poster work for another podcast I do and then kind of making a move in Snapseed, you can you can take a picture of a person and then go back and like turn their head. <laughs> I just made uh, um I want in those pictures I was taking. There was one picture of me doing like my my arms on my like kind of like I don't know Peter Panning let's right. say. Yeah. Um, and there was one picture of me clear, and then the other one was blurry. And right. I was like, oh, like that's kind of fun. Yeah. And so I like made a little gif of it, like transferring from blurry to not, and then back to blurry. So oh, it's kind of cool. just a fun crit of like, yeah. oh, look what I created because of this weird yeah. happenstance that I had. It's, you know, it's funny. Sometimes you just get to get bored and just want to make something, and that's one of the that's the reason why these newer phones are so fun is because right. you can practically do anything with them right once you get past the initial investment of a phone it's cheap to make mistakes and play and yes. all that stuff right versus yes. like back in the day developing film oh and like my god <laughs> <laughs> now did you ever work uh, when did you start photography uh started in 91 so in high school so does that what were you i don't really know the history of photography were you still developing film then yes, yes. Uh, that was it was all it was all filmed back then and yep. I was doing uh, the dark room mm -hmm. and um, excuse me the developer and 
fixer and all that, dipping the dipping the print and the chemicals. Mm -hmm. and I was developing my own film, pulling it straight out of the camera yeah. and making negatives. Yeah. So I did. I've done it all. Did you f see your style of photography and maybe the risks you take you took change when it didn't become such a long process? Yes. Yes. And yes. for the better or for the worse, do you think, or in the middle? It's it's actually I like it better. <laughs> um, I went digital, strictly digital, in 2012. Okay. And so you held on for a bit. Yeah. You knew your stuff. Yeah. 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 I was. I, I. Matter of fact, I still have the same camera that I shot with in high school. That's cool. It, it's a Canon AE1, but um, I um, I noticed that it's it's easier in digital. Yeah. Because you and and it's a little bit better than print because you can manipulate a lot easier. Like Photoshop has a lot of good a lot of good qualities to it. It's sure. It's a difficult learning curve. Right. Yeah. But um, Lightroom's good too. Lightroom's really good because it's more of a straightforward uh -huh. get in and edit and do what you need to do. Whereas Photoshop, you can get all creative and mm -hmm. you can tweak everything. Mm -hmm. You make a person slimmer or whatnot, <laughs> or you know, it's and you can do things like that. Yeah. But that's what makes it more digital, more interesting to me, is because you can get in and you can change things and you can flip the image around. Right. In a totally different way. Yeah. Where versus in film, you you either you had to flip the negative around. Right. To flip the image around, pretty much. And now, uh, because be from my design background, I understand that like. Um, in Illustrator and stuff or other other type of uh, Adobe products, you have things called leading and all this different stuff, and that's right. because they put lead in between the, the type, and so that's the space in between the type. Yeah. Do you find that uh, because of your understanding and come up of 20 years of uh, manual photography, we'll say, right. Right. did you notice that all the naming conventions and a lot of like Photoshop or Lightroom, that is like, oh, this is just this in a much simpler way. And yeah. so like, even though there's a learning curve of using the tool, right. you understand what it does because yeah. you have the context, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Because, you know, you get the basic knowledge under your belt and then everything else that's quote unquote new is just based off of what you've already learned. Mm. It's just an easier, faster way of yeah, doing things. Yeah, more efficient. Yeah. Which is interesting, because that kind of gets to the back to what we were saying before, where, like, let's say mentors may be afraid of, because maybe the students will be more efficient. But yeah. I don't I mean, that's the whole, um, I guess, argument behind, like, AI as a broad concept, is that, oh, yeah. like, it makes us more efficient, but does it also, ru does it also put people's livelihoods in jeopardy, right? Right, right. But, I but, mean, I guess... But somebody's got to create that stuff. We, yeah, so somebody I mean, has to know how to do it. So yeah, I I wish I don't know what to tell those people. Hey, buddy. <laughs> There's uh, a random dog just walked right up. here. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's cool. It's very sweet. Um, <laughs> um, it's like squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> what I, what was I saying? Uh, AI and stuff. I mean, on one hand, I want to say, well, like adapt and evolve and such but on the other hand i understand how hard that can i, I mean actually yeah. i don't understand how hard that can be because maybe this is all they've ever done and now all of a sudden they're being told to do something else i right. mean that's that can be like that's life-changing exactly um i don't know what like have you i mean you obviously evolved like, or, yeah. or rather um yeah. i don't know if evolve is the right word but I upgraded, yeah. updated however you want to put what, it what uh led change. to that change was there something did you see other people like either working because here's the other thing, work smarter, not harder, right? Yeah. Did you see other people working smarter, not harder? Like, what kind of made you want to do that change? Well, my <laughs> friend got in, got me <clears throat> wrapped up with him for a while. Yeah. Doing uh, 
videography of weddings and yeah. birthdays and whatnot. And he had um, a uh, Canon T3i. He had an updated camera from yeah. what I had because his was digital, and I was still shooting film. And he's like, "You gotta, you gotta do this. You gotta get a new one because <laughs> it's gonna be. It, this is the future. This is where things are going." Right. And I was like, "Yeah, I kind of like it, but I kind of don't." Mm, mm. And he's like, "But you can't shoot video on your film camera." Mm -hmm. And I was like. Okay, fine. You got me. Wow. So, <laughs> I kind of I went out and I bought my first digital in twelve, and just kind of it. Now I have four of them. Yeah. I bought four more since then, and they've only gotten a little bit more expensive. So we just gotta find the most like the biggest reason to change or something or to yeah, get it. Yeah. you know because it's interesting like his argument didn't work until he said something that made your life exponentially easier or exactly. something right because yeah. you realized wow i can offer my clients yeah. video as well exactly. and also be a one-man team instead of maybe hiring another guy to help me yes. right exactly i wonder how that translates to other things well it's like anything i mean you know you can be stuck in doing the way doing things the way you've done them all your life or you know or you can like evolve mm. and get better and get smarter and get yeah. faster yeah and become more knowledgeable and intelligent mm. or you can just sit back and have a closed mind and yeah. not learn anything and you're not going to have much fun doing that yeah 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 because you're constantly living in the past you're living in off of what you knew mm. not what you know I like that. So, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. All these dogs are distracting me now. I'm like, li I, I literally, what I was saying before, the whole squirrel thing, it's bad. It's like, <laughs> ah, squirrel. <laughs> but, yeah, I understand that completely. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's like anything, though. You just gotta, gotta evolve. Yeah. It's like this, the city couldn't stay small like it was forever. Mm -hmm. And now we've got really, really super nice parks to come to. Mm. This one's been here for a while. Sure. But it's gotten a lot better really yeah what uh in which ways like more trees or like better upkeep or better upkeep gotcha better upkeep gotcha um and there's a lot more people here yeah and yeah so there's a lot less of the incorrigible element that you don't want to room mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it's, it's gotten better in that way yeah and there's so many people kayaking here now it's kind of yeah funny. yeah do you find uh the incorrigible element has gotten like, like, there's been more support for the like for people who might find themselves in that group, and because of that, there's less of that around here. Yes. Okay, that's I good. Because I, I always wonder, like, I mean, I'm always like, yeah. Anyway. I think it has a lot more to. There's a lot more opportunity for people to do things. You know, and right. I mean, you have nature around you. Yeah. You have bike. You, there's a lot more instances to ride a bike and at a cheaper price. You can exactly. You can literally. I mean, kayaks, and I mean, yeah. if you can afford that. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Picnic in the park, very simple. There you go. There yeah. You go. Just throw a blanket down and meditate. Or right. Get out here in the middle of the of the trees and just zone out for a while. Yeah. I I just heard um, one of my friends was zoning out on her like stairs in Providence, right. and she was like just zoning out, and then these girls, I guess, were like scraping ice off her car, right? And then like they pulled a knife on her. Oh snap! Like like so like they like the, oh, sorry, wait, I jumped, I jumped to the <laughs> like not the punchline, I jumped to the the most exciting part way too quick. Right, right. So they were like waving to her, kind of like what, like I can't go like what, like what, but yeah. they weren't saying anything. They were just like, yeah, yeah. And and then like 
That happened a few more times. Right. And then they got in their car and left. And then they pulled uh-huh. a, a lap and then, like, held the knife in the car. What? And they live across the street. It was, like, just a very odd, like, like I don't know, like, what? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it seems like their perception of what was the other lady, the lady on the stairs was actually doing was kind of a negative thing. Right. Like, she's just literally zoning out, just taking in this beautiful, like, the beautiful, yeah. like, simpleness of, like, a of a kind of, like, neighborhood, you know? Just exactly. staring out. And then that's yeah. what happens? Yeah. And, and it, I see that a lot. Well, not a lot, but I see that sometimes. Yeah. In, here in Austin where people will get the wrong idea of their perception mm. of their, or their perception of the reality mm-hmm. as they see it and or the situation, rather. Yeah. And it's just, like, calm down. It's not mm-hmm. that serious. Yeah. I was looking past you. I, yeah, you. yeah. I mean, on one hand, we're like, oh, who the heck are you to think I'm staring at? No, yeah. but I mean, like, like, I don't know. I've read books like uh, Four Agreements and stuff like that where it's like right. it's just big on. Have you read those? I, I haven't yet. I'm not someone who's like, oh, you got to read it. But like it's, oh, yeah. it's big on it's big on just like um, don't not assuming. And then also um, I forget what the other one that's that's similar to not assuming. But I don't know. Just like, I mean, <laughs> assume the best, I guess, yes. you know, and like, yes. Let always, that go. Always assume the best until yeah. you have reason to believe the worst. Mm. Which is tough too, because I notice in myself that I, I think it's just because of like my anxiety. I kind of jump from like zero to like eighty sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. More from a perspective of like, am I okay? Like, oh, sh- like shoot, yeah. shoot, shoot. Did it's I the, do? You know. It's the uh, it's the whole uh, self-preservation that was ingrained in everybody mm. from back in the Stone Ages, where we had to constantly be like on visual for threat or whatever mm. a lot of people you know they 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 get stuck in that mm-hmm. they don't know that's why it's hard for some people to like unwind and relax yeah because they're, they're so like ah. i know i this is something i talk about a bit too is that uh <laughs> we have all we had all that anxiety to deal with whatever hunting or like dealing with other like yeah. b- barbaric like attacks or something whatever like yeah. and now like we have the anxiety of like did i pay my taxes or like did i actually put enough money in the meter right. but like we don't really know where to put that yeah. adrenaline exactly. anxiety right exactly uh, did i take out the trash did i, turn off <laughs> did the I lock the door did i turn off the oven yeah <laughs> and then you, you layer like ocd and all that stuff on it and oh, then it yeah. gets like double down yeah i got a <laughs> Double quack, du- double quack, double click the switches. <laughs> I know. Well, and that's, uh, I, 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 it's bad. I probably, because I have a new conversation with everyone, I keep right. repeating myself, I feel like, but it's always new for the person. Yeah. So, um, I feel like I've, my like, like answer to that was to, tr- what'd you say? It's like your own personal groundhog day. I know, right? <laughs> um, I try to do it mindfully. So it's like, I am locking the door. Because, right. like, I have OCD. And so, like, oh, yeah. if I don't think, if I do not do that mindful thing, mm-hmm. later I'm going to be like, did I lock me? Like, no, I did. I did that thing did mindfully. Yeah. But even so, like, the, the days blend together. I'm like, did I do that mindfully yesterday or did I do that mindfully today? Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Because down the road, you're like, on the, on a weekend or whatever, you're like, did I? Did I? Did I? Did I pay my taxes Monday? Again? I know, yeah. Did I put money in the bank? Oh my gosh, do I have money in the bank? Right, right, right. It comes a weird, crazy thing. Yeah, and then there's like the uncon, like those unforeseen things, right? Where you have like, um, uh, like kind of nefarious, like let's say like a uh, a credit card company does something nefarious oh, yeah. and like takes too much out or double yeah. whatever, and then that's like the anxiety of like, well, what the heck? And then that yeah. anger comes out, yeah. and then like yeah. you have to take time out of your day to deal with that, right? Yes. And, Exactly, <sighs> and then you and then you 
you're you're worked up over that and you misdirect that anger to somebody else mm-hmm. or something else and then that thing just blows up. Energy is so transferable. Yes. In the way of in, in so in, in in the same way that like anger can be transferable as well as happiness. So yeah. like I'll walk down the street and like say I, I love your plants, miss. Oh, and yeah. then she'll say, oh, thank you so much. And that leaves me, like, smiling. Yeah. And then I pass that on to someone else who's in the yard be like, hi. And, yeah. you know, and the same thing can happen negatively, right? There you go. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's funny how that happens sometimes. Yeah, and, like, it's those small things, right, that lead to bigger. I mean, like, if it's that chain it's that, right. that just keeps yeah, yeah, getting exactly. linked and linked and linked, and hopefully that leads to better things. But obviously it can go the other way as well. Yeah, it can. Unfortunately, unless the chain's broken, right? And then exactly. you can you can exactly. stop that. Hopefully. Yeah, it's like um, you have the right not to allow negative influences to influence you. Is yeah, is what I I've always told my daughter, exactly. and I tell my other friends or whatever. If they're having a bad day, it's like I'm like, remember, life is ninety percent how you respond to the ten mm-hmm. percent that happened to you, and they're all like, oh yeah. And then all of a sudden I start making goofy jokes and then they start making goofy jokes back at me and then we're feeding off each other and pretty soon they forgot what they were all worked up about in the first place. <laughs> That's so awesome. It's a good diffusal, diffusion tool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did you learn that in your um, uh, FBI class? No. I learned <laughs> that in photography, trying to talk a, talk a, um, a bride into like posing a certain way or telling the, the bride's... You ever try to get 20 drunk bridesmaids to look at you? I've at the never same tried time? to get 20 drunk bridesmaids, but. It is intense. Uh-huh. Especially when you're trying to take a picture of them and you got the grandmother asking you on your, pulling on your other ear, asking you to take a picture for some, some aunt in Nebraska that uh-huh. lives in a nursing home uh-huh. that couldn't make it to the wedding. <laughs> so, yeah. Getting pulled in a lot of different ways. Yeah, yeah. That's why I love having um, assistants at weddings. I just let them deal with them. Yeah. Do those tend to be your, uh, uh, I guess, protégés? Yeah. 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 Nice. I, I'll bring them along and let them shoot and point them in the right direction and teach them the, the way, so cool. to speak. But I told you that to tell you that, yeah, that's a skill that I learned. Yeah. Because, you know, you got you to gotta think fast on your feet because um, nowadays you're the you're, – you're, 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 Promoter, your your bookkeeper, your mm. salesperson, and of course, at some point in all that, you gotta develop and work on the pictures. Yeah, but you gotta think fast, and I'm I'm sure it's like the like that with the a lot of careers, especially yeah. being a comedian. I mean, yeah. you gotta you gotta read. Definitely the room. be fast on your feet. And you gotta learn how to. If it's like if that first joke doesn't go over. And it's like, oh, well, what's my follow-up? You know it was interesting? And I don't know if this is what was going through the comedian's mind. It was actually the person I saw uh-huh. uh, just before. He, any time, like, he was funny. But anytime he did a joke that didn't necessarily land, right. he would take, like, he took a sip of his drink. Oh, and yeah. I wondered if, like, part of that was, like, oh, God, like, jeez. <laughs> or if it was more like, all right, resetting. Yeah. And then you put it down, go back. I, I you know? Would, yeah, I would imagine it was probably a little boat. I think, yeah, a little yeah. column A, column B. Because... You have to kind of. How do you reset something like that, right? Yeah, I mean, like it's, it's like ah, uh, you just gotta, you just gotta have like the determ- determination to be right. like, okay, that failed. Let's fail forward. Let's go. Let's try this instead. Yeah. And, and then I, I see. Uh, I'm a big fan of. I don't know if you've seen the comic uh, Brad Williams. No. Oh, you gotta look him okay, up. Okay, I will. He is hilarious. I will. It, you will 
I'm telling you, you'll be. Hell yeah. He'll leave you in stitches. Great. But he's a, um, he has a particular style mm-hmm. where he's like, he just kind of comes across like he's, it's kind of like he's telling you a story. Hell yeah. And I've seen him where people would heckle him in the audience or whatever, and he would take a minute and he would he would respond to the person, and then he would make another joke, and then he would go back mm. and respond to that guy again or the heckler again. And then go on with his act, huh? And um, I was like, dude, that's kind of crazy. Oh, that was me. Oh, you? We all we <laughs> yeah. all got in Facebook, huh? Yes. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Oh, cool. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I got distracted myself there. I just picked up a job. Oh so. yeah! Congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Very cool today. Yeah. Well, um, no, next Saturday. Next Saturday. Yes. Yeah, I got Very a cool. confirmation, so that's cool. There you go. Congrats. But yeah. Um, I have a habit of getting off on tangents. Um, in photography, it's like um, I'm always thinking, where's this con- content going to go? Ultimately, what am I going to do with it? Because, you know, it's it's possible just to go out and just, like, fire off random pictures of absolutely nothing or some tree or whatever. Right. But if you don't have a plan or an idea yeah. of where you're going to where are you gonna put these things to or where you're going to post them, in the end, yeah, it's like you're wasting your time and you're mm. eating up your your phone or not your phone, eating up your camera batteries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's like you gotta have an idea. Right. Yeah. And but to that same point, like also there's that idea of play, right? And like yeah. even if you don't post anywhere, it's still just you have that moment, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You can do that too. You can yeah. go out and dry fire a camera all you want. Yeah, it's balance, I guess. Yeah. Right. But it's yeah. just like it's better. When you have an idea of mm-hmm. what you're trying to do in the end, yeah, because then it has a little more substance. Even if the photo is the same, let's say it's not because you had a different intention, right? Exactly. I imagine. Yeah. So you can see someone's intention with a photo too, rather than just the photo, right? Yes. That's crazy. Yes. Yes. And you, and de- depending on how it's done, and uh, depending on what the subject matter is, you can you can kind of gauge the person, the photographer's mood mm. or their outlook on the particular subject yeah. by the way they present it. That's cool. Which you can do that in, in normal day-to-day talking, too, though. You body. can do it in any art, right? Yeah, body languages, everything. Right, yeah. right. So I, I use a lot of that, too, because you got to know um, when you're setting up with an uh, um, initial interview to talk find out if what if you're going to shoot the the person's wedding or uh-huh. if you're going to shoot their senior pictures or whatever you got to kind of look up, look across the table and gauge them so they so you get an idea of how they received what you just said mm. do you ever turn down uh like uh weddings and such yeah <laughs> yeah what well, normally is the I reason have, for that unfortunately I, yeah, I mean that. i don't think so I, I think that's i think that takes knowing yourself right and knowing oh yeah yeah, cause um, and and it it sounds kind of crazy saying this, but I have a a set price range mm-hmm. uh, for a wedding that I shoot, and I have set a set package of what I services that I offer mm-hmm. in that price range, and I was involved in a a, a fast and furious debate mm-hmm. with a potential client where. She was like, well, 
so and so is doing it cheaper. So and so offering this service. Why why aren't you offering that service? Right. Why can't you come down off your off your price? And I was like, well, so and so is not me. Yep. That person doesn't have the experience that I have. That person doesn't have the the camera equipment that I do. That person doesn't have the expenses that I do. Mm. And and quite and you know I. I I understand your point of view. I know you want to save money, but yeah. in the long run, you're going to get what you pay for. Right. Because she was trying to talk me into doing her six-hour wedding yeah. for $200. Whoa. Yeah. And I was like, mm, no, not going to no. happen. Yeah, at a certain point, you got to respect yourself. Yeah. And, 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 and I mean, you're also kind of respecting them, too, because you're saying for this money, you're not going to get what yeah. you love to look back on, right? Exactly, exactly. And that's what I was trying to, to uh, convey to her, but yeah. it was falling on deaf ears because her mindset was on the money mm. that they were putting out for the wedding. Mm-hmm. and Which is like, understandable. I, yeah. I get that. Mon- weddings are crazy pricey. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I'm crazy. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Uh, but her mindset was on that, on the price and yeah. everything, and she was thinking $200 seems reasonable. And yeah. to most people, most photographers, that would probably be reasonable. Well, Really? Not that really. Seems, that seems very low. Now, yeah, it is very low. I mean, my, my friend's having, is directing a, a, a show, and she just offered me to tell one of my friends about... Uh, uh, editing it wise, like because yeah. it's, it's gonna be a digital piece, right? Would be plus like plus six hundred dollars, like oh, yeah. above that. Oh, yeah. And that's 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 like a a two hour maybe two hour thing. Yeah. And that's but that's also you have all the clips. You're not going out finding moments. You exactly. know that's like I can't. That seems way yes. too low for for yes. photography um, of a wedding. But um, what you call it? It was funny in the end because when she realized she had nothing else to bargain with mm. or nothing else to come back to me on she said well i'm just gonna have my friend come out and shoot the wedding with his gopro and i was like uh, good luck yeah. with that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny i was like good luck with that but yeah. I, I really thought it was hilarious that that lady told me oh i'm just gonna get a woman to get some, get a friend to shoot with a gopro gopro yeah I was like, get a nice fisheye lens. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. Happy trails. No, I respect that. <laughs> That's cool. You only have so much time, and you can't really waste your time with that. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, it's, you, you got you to gotta read people like that sometimes, though. Because, mm. you know, you can't, you, you can't allow yourself to get gotten over on, but you, you don't want to be, like, so rigid that you're not flexible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, cause, and it depends on the person, too, and it depends on the situation, right? Because, I mean, right. sometimes I'm sure deals can be made in certain ways, like, but, or, like, people can be recommended, be like, hey, maybe oh, yeah. for me this isn't what I can do, but I have a friend who yeah, is, like, I, learning, or I can recommend one of these these yeah. students of mine yeah, who could do, do it for something and is talented. Time. Yeah, there you go. You're building yeah. your community, and you're still helping people. Is that a heron? Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. Oh, wait, he's fishing. Yeah, right? <laughs> wait. <laughs> Yeah. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now I okay, yeah, but that's that's it's something that you that's really good for yeah. building the network whenever you don't necessarily provide mm. what somebody's looking for, but you have this other person in your hip pocket, so to speak, where you can like um you can refer them. 
and it works both ways because you put a little bit of money in their pocket and then the next thing you know they're putting money in your pocket mm. because i get tagged all the time mm. on facebook yeah. where people are like i'm looking for a photographer yeah and it now more often than not it comes with a, like a mini review in the, yeah, cons- yeah, in yeah. the comments so they're all like yeah this guy's great he uh-huh. shot he shot for us yeah and we're real happy with the pictures and yeah if you're not getting him you're missing out <laughs> and i'm all like yay thank you if, if you're interested uh you're more than welcome to plug uh your your social but if you want to remain honest oh, cool. that's absolutely yeah. okay well well you can find me on instagram under what's my <laughs> under oh donald donald luna 2013 and you can find me on facebook under the same name but you got to put an a in the middle with a period because a couple of years ago I had a, a, a doppelganger <laughs> that tried to take some of my pictures, but he just put an A in the middle and not the period. Jeez. So people were like, is this you? And I was like, no, it's not me. So 2013, that's the year we both uh, graduated high school, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a fun year. Uh-huh. Man. No, actually, that was the first year I got on Instagram. Oh, so commem- like, commemorate it. Yeah, I was like, hey. It's like I did... 97 in my email, so I would always remember that 97 was Funny. when I really started using email. I've never thought about doing stuff like that. I've always done 1995, because that's like the year I was born. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I remember a really crazy joke about 95. Um, 95 com- seems like a lot of stuff was happening then. Yeah. Your computer was dead. Your computer is dead. Once it was alive, now don't you regret installing Windows 95? <laughs> it's like, man. But, yeah. Um... I think, oh yeah, and I've got Twitter too, but cool. it's Texas F1 fan because I, I couldn't think of anything useful or anything cool. <laughs> and at the time I was into Formula One, the track was just yep. being built. Mm-hmm. So it was on everybody's mind in Texas or in Austin. So I was like, hey, Texas F1 fan, that works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of funny how I do that with life events versus where I acclimated or whatever Yeah. to the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never thought about doing that, but maybe I will. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Cool. Awesome. Well, do you have any other uh, thoughts you want to kind of share with the world of of listeners? (laughs) If I could tell the world anything, what would it be? Hmm. No, um, (laughs) the, the, I guess to, to close things, I would just say, welcome to Austin. Thank you so much. And... If you actually, when you actually, you said April, right? Yeah, it's more likely May, probably, just for with like my whole lease, the way it works and such. Yeah. Well, you're you're gonna find you're gonna get to uh, explore a lot more of Austin when you're when you're actually here, Mm -hmm. and you're gonna get stuck too because everybody gets stuck. (laughs) There are no visitors to Austin. (laughs) Everybody just moves in. (laughs) Um, Awesome! I can't wait. Um, it was great talking to you. Yeah, great talking with you. It was Donald? Yes. Great. Nick. That's all for now. This has been Free Interviews with Nick Corey. Follow us on Instagram at Free Interviews. Season 2 drops early fall. Free Interviews with Nick Corey is an Absurd Junk Prod pod. (laughs) 